This is Line Dance Podcast. I'm Christopher Gonzalez. Welcome. Yeah. What is your name? Rick uh, Dominguez. Rick Dominguez. Okay. And what is your primary role in the line dance community, would you say? Well, I'm pretty much the... Uh, the catalyst for uh, what we do here in in what we call, I guess, the gay community mm. of of uh, LA. Um, I've been at the bar I've been at for over twenty years, uh, teaching line dancing for the last sixteen years, and uh, choreographing for the last probably fifteen. Wow, what's the bar that you're at? Uh, Oil Can Harry's Studio mm. City. Okay, it's actually the oldest gay bar this side of the Mississippi. It's wow, a very, it's a historical building. It's been there. It opened in '64 uh, or '65, I believe, hmm. back then. There's even a a raid bell that they used to buzz whenever cops or something would come, and everybody. It, it was like a warning that they were going to get raided or whatever, and everybody would switch from boy boy to boy girl. Ah, in the, in the bar, supposedly years ago. This is the history of that bar, anyway. Hmm. So, what would uh, what would you describe your journey as being from? being first exposed to the existence of line dancing to teaching at that bar? I was first exposed uh, to a dance called Roll Back the Rug, hmm. a little bar that I was working at. They wanted to do a country night. Um, I said, I have a few 45 records <laughs> of country from back home. I can try. So we tried it. They brought in an instructor. He came in, and then he taught this dance called Roll Back the Rug, Brenda Lee. And uh, for kicks, I went out there and tried it, and I was like, this is fun. And then, of course, his next teach, Tush Push, mm. <laughs> the classic. And so uh, doing that little tiny night kind of lit the fire in me. Like, this this I could get into. Fine mm. dancing is fun. So I started doing some research, and I, I realized that there was a few clubs in town uh, at the time, and I started frequenting these bars. And little by little, back then, line dancing was a totally different thing, especially in a bar. What year no, was this about? Oh, gosh. Uh, this is probably uh, late 80s. 89, 88, 89, um, and you know, no web, no, there's no step sheets, everybody just, whoever the instructor was, you learned, and that's what you did, mm-hmm. and uh, so we started going to these bars, and I just started picking dances up on my own, and pretty easily, so I, I'm like, you know, this, this is, I want, I want to do this, I want to not only DJ, I was a DJ already, I was already playing the music, but I wanted to work in a country bar to be able to DJ and do line dancing. Uh, didn't dream that I would be instructing. I just figured I wanted to be around it mm-hmm. all the time. Uh, so I ended up getting my uh, my first job at oil cans back in uh, in ninety I think ninety two is when I started working there. Um, and then another bar in Orange County, which is no longer there, which most bars are back then are now gone. But um, and being the, the DJ for these, it, it led to the instructing, because as soon as they said, oh, well, if you want to DJ, you also want to teach the line dancing, and I was like, well, I've never done that before, but it, I can try. And uh, so it, it became, it came pretty easily to me. It really did. Um, uh, I never took any classes or courses. I never took any dance classes or any of that. I never, I don't have any professional dance background, which is kills me sometimes because I, if I would have had a dance background, if I would have been pushed to go to dance classes, I think I would have been, I would have moved along a lot faster in, in, in not only the line dance world, but just in dancing the community period. Mm-hmm. But, uh, what led to the decision to start choreographing after you'd been instructing a while? Um, my getting tired of the same old dances uh, and, and really did it for me, and this is where you know, L.A. is completely different in our line dance, at least in, in my um, bubble, in my world. Um, I loved, I'm a club DJ as well. I've been a club DJ longer than I've been a country club DJ. So I've, I've always played dance music. I started with the original disco, <laughs> playing music in the 70s for parties, and then 80s, of course, was my era, playing all the 80s music. And 90s, you know, we got into the 90s house as that led to progressive house and deep house and techno and then hip hop played a big role, and then of course now it's EMD and or EDM and all kinds of crazy types of music. But anyways, I'm still kind of current in all of these music fields. So with line dancing, 
there was always a couple of dances that were done to non-country songs, just a couple back then. And you could get away with them because they, they were the Latin-based ones, mm -hmm. I think. Back then, those were the easier ones to accept. Why, I'll never know. <laughs> as soon as you brought a pop song into it, everybody would be like, no, we're not dancing to that. <laughs> um, and I always said, you know, yes, we are. I'm going to change that. I, um, we were doing a dance called Down and Dirty back then. Um, and uh, Moulin Rouge came out. Mm -hmm. And the you know the lady marmalade marmalade came out with Christina and friends and in my head I'm like oh my god this dance fits perfect to that mm -hmm. I mean to that song so mm -hmm. I, I I said let's do it so um, I decided to use it and and broke this you know barrier at the bar and taught it and like instantly these the, all the young people especially lit up when that song came on and. And that dance, which is a mediocre dance, ended up becoming this huge dance for us. Mm -hmm. um, it was right before a big, our big um, parade, too, right before Pride, LA Pride. And back then, we had a float in the parade. So we had this big, flat, flat bed. And every year, all the cowboys and cowgirls would get on this flat bed and dance. Uh, we'd, you know, we'd, do, we'd do the, uh, uh, what do you call it, watermelon crawl and, the, you know, all these same old dances, the tush push, the same old boring dances that we've done for the last 20 years. Uh, but I brought this dance on board. And it was just when that song was at its peak, mm. literally. Like, Lady Marmalade was at number one, and everybody in town was, you know, loving that song. So we were dancing it on the float. I, I was playing the music for the, the float, and we were just doing the line dance, a, a simplified version of it. And on the microphone, hey, if you like this dance, come to our tent at Pride and come learn it. Wouldn't you know, it was probably one of the largest crowds of people I've ever had to teach for back then. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was literally a couple thousand people. Wow. And our tent was big, but it was, it, there was literally people on the outsides all around the tent learning when I was teaching Down and Dirty to that because they all wanted to dance the Lady Marmalade. And that was it. That, that, that started this trend where the, I was fighting with the old school owner of the bar, like almost every country bar in town. It's if you've got old school owners, especially, you know, uh, as you go further out into rural country, that it's got to be country only. You know, we don't, we don't play pop. We don't mix it up. Mm -hmm. And, of course, the other thing that I was fighting was, why is it that two-stepping gets 90% of the, the, the hour and line dancing gets 10% of the hour? Mm -hmm. Who made that rule? You know, why can't line dancers have just as much time as the couples dancers do? So it took about 10 years for me to break those barriers at the club I was at. Uh, I could only play, when I started, it was just two or three line dances per set. And then um, as I, I, and I, I inched it over to four, and I kept it at four for maybe a year or two, and then I started adding a fifth, a sixth. Before you know it, we can do a line dance set now that literally takes up a full hour if we needed to. I mean, because, and now nobody cares. You know, the owners are, they, they see how much, how I bring in all the new generations of people. They love what they see. They love what they hear. And all the uh, naysayers, you know, have literally, the owner after a while would say, if you don't like it, then you don't have to come. Because obviously it's working for us, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and he never, never, after about, after about 10 years, he stopped telling me how to run the show. <laughs> He's mm -hmm. like, you've got this. Go with it. And it's, that's how it's been ever since. So in, in a sense, I've taken you know, that to the next level for, for our country club, our line dancing crowd. You know, I, I, was I would just always challenge them. I would always, if there was an old dance, I'd always find a new song for it. Um, and I'd keep old dances rejuvenated that way, not knowing that there's this whole other world of line dancing. That's a whole nother story. <laughs> mm -hmm. But uh, just in our, like I said, in our bubble, in our world, I thought we were the, the it, the thing, because, you know, yeah, you can go anywhere in any country bar in this town, it's not going to be anything like this bar. This is a once you know an experience that and a lot of people would say that you know because usually your bar crowd is your bar crowd mm -hmm. your bar country dancers line dancers they that's where they frequent and that's where they go they again also don't know about this whole other world that exists which we call the circuit world mm -hmm. um, so yeah I felt like my knowledge of what I did there uh, was a easy step easy transition for me to get into the circuit world I thought <laughs> Because the level of, of course, dancing is much higher, and the, my level of, chore, uh, you know, teaching and choreography and choreography was not quite there. Hmm. So it's been a learning curve for me. Um, I've only been, I, I mean, I don't know if you can go to the story how I got introduced into the, this whole 
um, circuit world line dancing. Um, it ha all came from uh, Junior, Junior Willis. I don't know if it, you're familiar with him. I've seen the name on some stuff. Yeah, yeah, he's done a few dances. Uh, Rude Boy, Somewhere With You, Take You Home. Uh, those were all uh, some of his fun dances. Anyways, we met at a, uh, uh, there's a convention, yearly convention called Eagle Wiggle. That's not, it's just the acronym for it. It's IG something, 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 something. But anyways, in, in, it, they call it Eagle Wiggle. And uh, it was in Austin, Texas. And I went there and we, I met Junior. He was one of the instructors as well. And at the time I was all thinking I was it because I had a dance called Bad Romance, the Gaga dance. Mm. And, uh, and it, was, it was hot at that time and, and I taught it there and he and I connected really well and I asked him what he did, you know, and he's like, well, this is what I do pretty much for a living. I go from almost every weekend is booked teaching dances. I'm like, are you, what are you talking about? Where? How? How is this possible? And you get paid for this? He goes, oh yeah. <laughs> um, so he just kind of didn't go into big detail, but he, he told me a little bit about it. So I was a little curious about it. Um, and um, he then he said, check out this website. And he gave me the, the I think it was Copper Knob. No, there was the one before Copper Knob. There was a, a line dance um, There's also a Kick It. Oh. It was Kick It. Okay. That's right, it was Kick It. Um, he, he showed me Kick It. And I went on there, and it was a little overwhelming. Because I, I opened it, it was like, there's literally tens of thousands of dances. I was like, and it was just step sheets. I don't read, I've never read step sheets in my life. I had to make them, but I would have somebody help. When I first did my first dances that I started teaching, they said, well, you need a step sheet for this. I'm like, how am I going to do that? I don't know the terminology. So I, again, that was my, that's my biggest, uh, I think, um, I don't know, not, it's not a flaw, I guess. It's my, my curve, my, the curve, the learning curve that it's, it's um, my biggest struggle in this so far is uh, coming up uh, and doing a step sheet that's, that's going to, uh, I guess, be approved, not approved, but be accepted by the masses. Um, so just that, and that again, that was about, what, six, seven years ago? And that's uh, how I first learned about it. And I still, I still was a little hesitant on that whole thing. I didn't know there was an it, the way to get into it, for one, to get in on the, that level. I think, well, I always teach why can't I get in to teach one of these I didn't realize there's steps that you need a, a ladder you need to climb to get there mm -hmm. up until two years ago mm -hmm. really that's when it really kicked in I've um, some mutual friends in San Francisco up at Stompede all they started posting we're going to this convention in Vegas the dance explosion you know and it's great oh my god and we're entering the, I'm gonna enter a dance Michael entered his dance and Jono I had just met Jono Jono was gonna enter a dance I was like I want to be part of that I've got I've got 30 dances under my belt. Come on. Um, so they told me after the fact. You know, they, had, they were already booked and go. You know, a, I, I, I just watched them leave. I was like, oh, my. <laughs> so I knew that, that uh, there was this obvious kind of a way to get in now to this, this world. Um, one of them, I found out after that that if you win this, that's your in to get in and become an instructor for the following year. And that's when I said, oh, hell no. I, 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 this is, okay, we're going to do this now. And unfortunately, uh, last year I couldn't because, you know, things kind of fell apart at the bar I was at. There was a huge, the owner was killed in a car accident. He was killed by a drunk driver, Yikes. a young 19-year-old kid. Uh, and it sent, it sent this whole, our whole club world into a, a tailspin for a year. Uh, so I had to deal with all that mess, and everything's finally back. You know, it's been two years now, and we're back on track. And uh, so this year, I've, I've registered, and I'm, I'm going to enter, and let's see what happens. But uh, even before that, I started reaching out. I've gone to a few of these conventions now. I went to uh, the Spring, Spring Fling in San Diego. Uh, we went to the Palm Springs one, and both places, I've met, you know, Mark from Chicago. Uh, I met Jamie. Jamie Marshall, uh, she was up here with, uh, J is it JP, the, the oh, DJ? JP Potter? Yeah, JP Potter, he was the, the DJ and the host of the San Diego event, where we met Guyton, I met, you know, uh, uh, several of the, 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 the up there's, and then uh, we were told about our local, well, Orange County 
um, that they, they teach in Orange County every week. I'm like, what? Are you kidding me? Where? And that's how I found out about Luann. Mm. So um, we, d we uh, found out that Mr. Warren, Joey Warren, was going to be uh, a guest instructor there. So <laughs> me and my friends were like, hey, we're going to this. We're going to this. And um, we went, met Joey. Wonderful. We took, took the classes. Um, and meeting Luann, she told us about Palm Springs. So we ended up going to Palm Springs. And both Jono and I um, met the woman that runs that event. And um, she said, if you guys audition, you can audition there. Kind of like, uh, uh, it's also the concept is very, it's very, you don't have to fill out any forms or anything. You just literally pick, if there's time, dance in front of them, show them your step sheet, show them your dance. And if they like it, you're in next the following year. So uh, again, John and I both did a dance and we were both, she loved us both. So she says, I want you both guys both back next year. So this is all happening right now. So this, this will be 2017 when we're going to go back there. Um, I'm registered for, uh, for Vegas and I, I may go to Chicago. I don't think I'm, I'm ready for Chicago yet. Mm. Jono's ready. What I love about Jono is he's, he's, he's helping me and I think I'm helping him. I gave him his start uh, teaching with teaching. You know, he, and, and he showed me his first dance that he was very proud of and I was blown away. That's how and I met his, his first dance was to uh, Blurred Lines. Mm. And of course we were doing reggae cowboy to it. So uh, when he showed us, when he showed me his dance, I was like blown away. I was like, "You are amazing! You're gonna, you're gonna do big things. Get your butt to LA." <laughs> and guess what? He did. He ended up moving down here. And uh, like I said, we we've kind of been, we've kind of got each other's back. We both want, we both got that fire now to want to take it to this level. He's got a little more dance background. You know, he's he's got tons of uh, experience as far as. Uh, um, chore choreography for skating. Mm -hmm. he's, he's a skate champ, and uh, and I've I've just got street cred, I guess you can say. I've been doing this for as long as I have, and I, it's always just been about natural rhythm for me. Um, even at my age now, I, I, I biggest regret is that I didn't do this when I was younger. Because mm -hmm. when I was your age, I was like you. I was I was just anytime I could go dancing, I was I would dance six nights a week. For ten years, I didn't stop. But you know, I'm, I literally my birthday was what, three days ago, fifty-two. <laughs> Dude, that's old. <laughs> you got lots of time. I do, I do. But it, it's kind of it's kind of scary too, because I f I want to feel like I'm still very much relevant in in this community. I am where I'm at. You know, I, I I've definitely achieved the goal of of what I wanted for the bar I'm at. But uh, that was my bubble. You know, I, I, and it just recently burst. I'm ready to see what the rest of the world can do. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's scary, but it's, it's, I've, like Jono, I've got the eye of the tiger for it. Mm -hmm. I want to, I want to take it to, the, to those levels and beyond. I think I can, you know, I've, I've got so many great dances under my belt that I know that if I had the connections and the resources, I might've already been there mm -hmm. to a level, to mm -hmm. some point. But uh, and it's not too late, you know. That creativity is still, still in there. Mm -hmm. So, for those who might not know what the ladders you describe it uh, as entails, what what else is there? Like for for people who've gotten as far as you have, um, and you know, gone to workshops and conventions and things, where does one go from there? What's what are some of the next big milestones of that path? Um, well, the first one is, is uh, you get your dance uh, in the competition and win. Mm -hmm. If you win your, your uh, category, um, you get invited back to teach and, and you get your name out there to these. You know, these big name choreographers are, are there to judge your dance and dance it with you. Mm. Boom, you, you uh, make those connections. So now you've got these people and then you start getting invited from this to the next convention into the next convention it's just getting your name out there mm -hmm. um then there's the the world i guess the top of the of the ladder is the uh, what do they call the world class uh oh ucwdc the, in nashville no 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 the uh, um, world dance masters world Christ dance masters okay. yeah uh i think that has to be the ultimate because i think this is huge here in the states but i think it's twice that in europe mm. europe is insane so if 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 your dance you, know, you get there and you teach a dance or you, you get invited to teach a dance in Europe, 
you're up there with the big names. Mm. You know, I think I, my goal is I want to see on Copper Knob, I want to see my dance at number one. Mm. That's just, it's just going to feel so good. Mm -hmm. you know, it's just one of those things that I've always, I, you know, when I was young, I always wanted to be a musician or a, an artist. And like, I, I followed Billboard magazine religiously. That was my Bible. Mm -hmm. I, to this day, I still, I'm still a chart. You know, I still weekly look at all the charts, the Hot 100, the country singles, everything, uh, album sales. It's just I'm fascinated by chart trivia, and I have been since early 80s. Uh, so knowing that there's now one for line dances, it's just as fascinating to watch your dance climb this chart, you know, that, that, that all these people from around the world are, you know, pretty much viewing. So it's just, it's just I don't want to say it's validation, but it makes you feel good. Mm -hmm. that what you've put so much work into for so many years now, you know, it's going to be 20 years pretty soon that I've been doing this. Uh, um, it it, it shows, because it's not like we're getting rich off of this, you know, there's not a lot of pay in it. But it's it's like any artist, it's your passion, and it's what I love to do, and I wouldn't want to be doing anything else. And you can either spend the money to go to the conventions, or you can get paid to go to the conventions. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, and as it is, like I said, there's a few conventions in the, and th that's my other thing is there's almost like there's two different worlds. There's there's conventions out there for the GBLT community. You know, there's like I said, the Eagle Wiggle, and there's Stompede in San Francisco. Then a few cities kind of hold their own. A lot WWLA. I, this is our fifth year with this event, which was that the last four years. But in that year that I've been exposed to the circuit world. Um, I've realized that there's no reason why there can't be a community for both to exist together. Mm -hmm. there, and not that it has to be advertised, but within the community it can be advertised to bring it all together. Um, and everybody that I've talked to in the circuit world is completely 100% with that. They're like, that would be awesome. Do it. Everybody in our world is like, there's a circuit world? <laughs> They're like, what? And this was their introduction to it this weekend, obviously, because... Uh, a lot of the students here actually said, this is so much harder than last year. <laughs> this, yeah, the level that we brought it to. And I, and I kept telling everybody, we're bringing in the circuit level line, an instructor. He's world famous. Um, we're going to up it. This is, we're going to do dances that are currently being released in the circuit world. We're trying to get, we're trying to merge the worlds here. And because I think what, our, what my club thrives on, what they love, most of our regulars, is the fact that I, I challenge them almost weekly you know we're uh, we're now doing how I want you at mm. our club you know that's not a club level dance but or at least a night club level dance and and they, they love it they love that challenge so if they can get away with a, a ABCD dance that's what how many counts I don't even remember mm. total um, they can almost do any dance it's just a matter of you know taking initiative and, and teaching them and, and working with them what would a lesson look like for you uh, just from beginning to end, like how do you break down your dances when you teach them to your group? And also, since you've taught at much larger groups, like I'd love to hear more about the whole downtown LA thing that goes oh, on here, because yeah. I've, I've never gotten to attend one of those myself. Um, how does that differ from teaching in the club, the format that you use there, and teaching to larger crowds? Well, obviously for larger crowds, uh, you have to actually make sure that you're doing a dance that's not gonna be over most of their levels. Um, and that's easy. I think when I do the big event at, at downtown, you know, I literally teach for thousands of people. There's thousands of people in that crowd. So there's so many dances you can do that you can get away with. But I, I literally, this again, I challenged that group this year and I taught them, so just dance, dance, dance. Hmm. Not a simple dance for your average person who's never line danced. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and I, I think my style is, is, my teaching style is very welcoming to a lot of people. Everybody says that I, I'm really good at teaching, especially uh, because I take my time with it. Uh, I've noticed that at circuit level, you, they go very quickly. Mm -hmm. I've noticed that, you know, and you have to, I guess you have to, especially if you're teaching a dance that's, you know, 80 or more counts and you've only got a, you know, a certain amount of time to teach it. So I hadn't, I've never had that problem in the past. Um, I seem to be able to, to read. I think what it comes down to is because I'm a DJ and I've always been a DJ. I can read my crowd. So when I'm up there teaching dance, I read the crowd. And I teach it at the level that I know it's gonna, it's gonna it's, it'll be 
most effective for most of the people out there. If you can see a few people that clearly aren't going to get it, then I don't, I, I don't, I move on. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, I, I want to make sure that everybody there is enjoying the experience. And if they can all learn it, I've done my job. So uh, I, I watch the crowd and I, I teach at that level, you know, especially speed wise, you know, how fast I go, how slow I go, how many times I repeat. Mm -hmm. um, moving it to the circuit level, obviously my crutch is the terminology of mm -hmm. the steps. You know, um, if it's a dance that I've already know, that I already know very well, or I've been teaching for a while, I think I'm okay. But if I have to teach a new dance, you get that deer in the headlight thing kind of <laughs> going, and it's happened to me so many times. So that is my weakness. Um, that's what I'm going to try to prove on. And that's where Jono and I are trying to work together, because, like I said, I think I digressed, but I gave him his first teaching job mm -hmm. um, at our club at my event two years ago, and then um, again at the club I work at and it's given him the opportunity now to take him his his next step you know and uh, and if he, he passes me up and gets up there I'll just applaud him because he deserves it he's he's he's, he's really good he's really great I really I'm really glad that uh, we've uh, bonded like we have on our friendship and on our our styles you know we've we're on our fifth number together you know we've choreographed five dances now and I think both of us are really excited that we, we can you know there's not a lot of people that you can work together like that and, and make something work mm -hmm. so hopefully we'll be a team that can take it up there bad man as we just learned I think that's going to be our breakthrough dance it's like that saying uh, a rising tide raises all ships or boats or something. there you go yeah. there you go what resources in addition to people have been helpful for you in educating yourself on things like terminology and other places where you uh, need or would like more focus? Um, just step, uh, literally going to the websites, uh, Kopernov has been a, a blessing for me because um, if I need to know a step or if I'm looking for something that I'm writing, I'll look for dances that have the similar steps or, and I'll just go through, I'll start going through the step sheets and in my mind and start seeing if I can create the dance in my head as I'm reading it. Because mm -hmm. before I couldn't do that at all. And uh, so it, it's literally like taking a class, like taking a course when you read a step sheet on Kapranab, you know, I go to the top 10 dances and I'll open one up and I'll watch the video and then I'll go to the step sheet and see how I can do it in my head. And that's, that's starting to really help me, I guess, get, get focused on where I need help as far as, you know, learning the terminology. There's, and there's, I guess, like a line dance Bible that you can go to online as well. It, it, yeah, it's got uh, every phrase and step and pattern that you need to know in it. I can't remember the name of it right now, but you just Google it and it literally comes up, hmm. like line dance Bible. <laughs> I know there's one on Kick It where they have a chart that shows all the um, most basic steps. Yeah. I'll flip open to it here in the binder. And from these, you can supposedly uh, combine them into just about any step in line dance. Yeah. And they're just simple things like heel, toe, flick. Right, right. And you your put, vine, yeah. your, yeah, your, yeah every, it, it describes everything. Your, your drag slide hitch, brush sleep. Yeah, ronde. Like, yeah, a year ago, I had no idea what a ronde was. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, stuff like that is, is gold for me right now. Because mm -hmm. uh, in order to make it, up to that next level, I need to be able to teach a class and have my wording not only perfect, but be able to present it um, like no, like I know what I'm doing. And on top of that, you, you can't just be dry up there. You have you have to try to add a little humor to your. You know, you got to have a personality up there. Otherwise, I've no I've noticed that too. The the guys that I've admired the most, like Roy. Mm. Oh my God, he's like probably the best instructor I've ever seen. And you were there in that class, in that first class. Uh, he's just so amazing in his his presentation, his you know, his wit, his charm, his everything. And then the, then then you watch him dance, and then you melt. So, yeah, yeah. Like the things he does are just impossible. Right, it seems, it's he insane. does them. It is, it is. So I mean, all of that's inspiring, and and I wish I could be like that. But I realize that it's it's I've just got to be me, mm -hmm. I guess, and hopefully that. I've done this long enough, I should be able to, you know, transition without that being an issue, because 
I've never had any, I guess, what's the word? I've never had to struggle in teaching you know, where I'm at. Mm -hmm. And I, I get a lot of praise, and I get a lot of people that say that uh, they learn from me, that you know, they come to other classes, they go to other instructors, and like, they, don't, they don't get it, they can't do it. And that's what I've, I've realized that I really have, I guess, a good knack for, for teaching. Because mm -hmm. uh, uh, when you get students, time after time, through the years, say, you inspired me to learn to dance. And, and uh, I've literally had a few people that have come up to me and said, I've changed their life, oh. which is really, really rewarding. That, that, that literally takes you back and you know, grounds you and brings, you to, brings it to a new level because especially I remember the first guy that ever told me that. He's like, you don't, you don't know my story. He goes, but I came in here practically on the verge of suicide. You know, I was, my life had spiraled into this nothing pit and and I just came in here to have a drink and it was contemplating how and when I was gonna do it and he sat down was drinking and turned around and watched me teaching the class and something in him he said clicked to pay attention to what I was doing and he started watching me teach the dance and something in him said that it made him think maybe I can try to do this maybe I can try to learn this because he was seeing how everybody else was having such a great time and fun. And I don't know, I don't know what exactly it was that, that switched to him, but he decided to come back the following week and took a class. And I didn't know who he was, and he was just hanging out in the background. He would just come in and take the class and, and then leave. And I guess he did this for months. You know, it's six months later, it turned into a year, turned into like two years. And next thing I know, he's one of my best dancers. He's one of my, he was one of my, he was always there, he was always dancing. He knew, at this point, he started. He knew most of all the dances we did. So I didn't know this story. And then uh, one day he just came up to me with, a, it was my birthday, he gave me a card. He says, I need it. And in it, I opened it, it was like a $100 bill. I was like, dude, what's this? He goes, can I tell you something? And she tell me, you know, you have changed my life. He goes, I was, uh, I was very socially awkward. I didn't know anybody. I didn't have any friends. Uh, you know, I was, then, you know, he went into the details. I didn't go, I won't go into details, but he just, said that uh, there's something about when I first saw you and decided I was going to take your class and how patient you were with me, even though you didn't know me, how you, you know, helped me through all the steps and, and, and made me realize that I can do this and cheered me on when I did it and, and so forth. He goes, uh, I, it started opening doors for me. I started I guess smiling I started becoming a person and people started noticing me he started making friends it literally like set up set him up to and and I was blown away by that I was like me I did this no way you know is that is that what if that's what I'm doing out there then geez I'm gonna do this till I drop because it's what I love to do and if I can literally touch people's lives that way it's definitely a blessing do you have any stories of how that may have happened for you when line dance just pulled you out and saved, saved you from a dark time? <laughs> it does that for me all the time. <laughs> um, yeah, I recently, uh, yeah, I, I had a bad, uh, not a bad breakup, I just had a breakup that I didn't think was coming. Um, it was with a partner that I thought was the one. You know, we were engaged and his passion for dance was just as big as mine. He loved it. I introduced him to it. I, I introduced him to this world. Um, my dance troupe. Uh, he became one of my dancers. He was he's the type of guy who he came in never dancing a day in his life. And he's a numbers guy. He's a geek. He works at, you know, he's a rocket scientist. So he doesn't have natural rhythm, but oh my God, was this boy determined. He was, he would literally go home every night after work and spend two to three hours on a dance that he would find a dance online and learn it and by the following week he would have three or four dances down that we he'd write them down he'd go to a club and each dance he wanted to learn he'd write it down the following week he'd have that dance down and I mean down within three months he knew every dance we did at oil cans so he, he was and by then we had started dating and and it just so anyways his passion for it was just as, as, as high as mine so 
in losing that relationship and going into my dark space, um, I took that and turned it into my first nightclub Tuesday. I found a song that inspired my, my where I was uh, in, in my emotion with, with my, where I am in, you know, with, with what happened. And I said, instead of burying myself in my pity and, and going down that rabbit hole, um, I'm gonna do something positive with it. I'm gonna turn it into dance. And, and I did, I'm like, I'm, I, I wanna create a nightclub two-step. Um, what, what, what put me in that space was when our last event we went to together was in, was J.P. Potter's in, in uh, Palm Springs, um, not, in San Diego. And the class, uh, the, cl the, the group did, um, what's the song? Not Fragile. Um, it's the, um, what's his name, song? Um, Can I Get a Witness? Witness. And I had never heard the song before. And there was a few dancers there, especially this beautiful Asian woman that, and you know, she was just, her, her, her form and her flow was just amazing. And he and I are both sitting there watching this incredible dance. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it moved us both to tears. And that's what started my, my love for a nightclub two-step because in, in, in our world we don't do nightclub two-steps you know when you're in a nightclub it's about keeping the energy up and keeping the you know you want to keep it up here so you you can't play a slow song and do this beautiful dance you know, it's just not um productive but in this world the circuit line dance world it's it's part of it you know it's literally half of the dances are nightclub two-steps and uh i didn't realize the beauty of it What had your choreographical leanings uh, been toward before you discovered that you, you might have uh, some potential in, in the it, dance that you described? Right. All I had was, was, you know, what I'm used to, and that is I was merging pop and hip-hop and Latin with country, you know, and then country hip-hop, and then all this different styles came start coming around. But um, I, I, the most... I had was a waltz, you know, we had two or three waltz dances that we do and they were pretty and I choreographed my first waltz dance and it did very, very well, you know, girl crush, girl crushing. Um, unfortunately, Rachel's, of course, <laughs> came out right when mine did and do do do. But in our, in our world, in our bubble, everybody said, oh my God, this is what your best dance. So uh, it, that kind of told me that, well, I've got, the, I've got, I can do some of this pretty flowy stuff. But I still hadn't, I didn't want to go there because I would look, I would look at these dances and I clip two steps. And I'm like, okay, they're, I, they're doing things that, you know, with hands and arms and stuff that I've never done. I've never been used to. So uh, I didn't know if I could. Um, like I said, watching um, Witness um, inspired me to, to, at that moment, I didn't know what I was going to do, but I just knew that I liked it and I wanted to. So I started learning a few of them. I learned at home. I, I, I learned that. I think I learned pieces um, just on my own. Um, but until the breakup and, and it hit me and this song literally rocked my world uh, starting over <laughs> to where I was in life. Um, but then again, Witness, at the time I didn't know it was going to hit, but if I listen to Witness now I can't get through it without tearing up because it's literally my life right now. You know. Um, are you sick and tired of, you know, being alone? Um, so I, I, I figured that if any time it's going to be to create something, it, it would be now. You know, use, use what I'm feeling, use what I've got, and see what happens. So we'll see. Uh, you know, it, it, if, it, if it goes somewhere, then I'll know that uh, it was for a good reason. And if not, it was still, it was healing. It was my part of my healing process and in a, in, a, in a hard time, tough time in life right now. Are there um, any choreographers who have especially inspired you and maybe uh, would be yeah. 
future hopeful collaborators? Absolutely. Darren. Darren Bailey. Mm. Darren, Fred. Darren, Fred, and... Uh, That's Fred Whitehouse. Fred Whitehouse, wow. yeah. Um, who's their other? They're, they've got one more uh, in their little trio sometimes that they... But bas ma mainly those two. Uh, Fred and Darren can do, they're like God to me and they can do no wrong. Like every dance they do is like, what? <laughs> Love them. Um, and of course, uh, you know, Joey, Joey's dances are, are awesome as well. I know there's a lot I don't know about him, his dances yet. I haven't seen most of them, but the ones that I have seen and ones that he's brought are, are, are amazing. I just watching him. And I guess that's what it is too. You know, when you see a choreographer, um, that to me this that style that that kind of i don't, I don't call it hip-hop but it kind of is i don't know is it is it more like street it's more like a i've heard some described as funk or funky yeah like, uh, if, if yeah. it's a funky type dance then yeah it's got a lot of umta, umpa, umta, da, 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 umpa. yeah and, and that 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 drives me mm -hmm. that style of dancing like i said and even stuff that's not country that they do is still Amazing, like when, you know Darren's ballads, Darren's you know nightclub two steps, Darren's uh, skiffle time. <laughs> Hello, you know that's a, that was a crazy fun dance. Um, so those dances inspire me, and literally um, my first uh, phrase dance, AB dance, was inspired by Darren, hmm. which was X's and O's, my version of oh, X's and O's. That's a fun one. Yeah, thanks. I do that one of those. Yeah. Yes, you know, luckily, you know, Jono did help me on that, but I, I took the meat of it, just like with Badman, he took the meat of it. I, I added a few, of, a few things for that, so. Um, yeah, if, if there's a, somebody, a future person I'd love to work with, it would be Darren. Um, I think he's just a little more, Fred probably has more dances, then I'm not even sure yet. I haven't looked at his, his full catalog, but uh, I think Darren's a little bit more accessible. And I know Amy now, Amy Glass, and she's such a sweetheart. And I, I just I can't wait for them to finally be together here. <laughs> so hopefully Darren will finally be back in the States, and, and, and I'd love to meet him because I still haven't met that boy. But, uh, you know, Guyton, Guyton Monday's another amazing amazing choreographer but again he's his style is is way hip-hop you know he's way deep in that and uh, and that's something that uh, I feel when I'm doing it that, like I'm kicking ass with it <laughs> if I see it on video or, or on or on the mirror I'm like oh what am I doing nope <laughs> let's let's not go there so um, it helps me I, I need obviously Everybody's their worst critic, and I feel sometimes when I'm dancing, I'll, if I look at it, I'm like, oh, no, but then I have people tell me a lot, not all the time, but you're such a good dancer, you're a great dancer, I love watching you, and I'm like, okay, really? Then I guess I still, I still got it, but I want to get to that level. I want to I wanna be like those, those guys. I want to look like Darren. I want to look like Joey when I'm dancing. I want to look like you when I'm dancing. Hello. <laughs> you, on uh, everybody here was like, oh, who is that guy in that hat? <laughs> who is that? Right? Isn't he awesome to watch? Um, it's very kind of you to say. No, it's very true. Very true. So with all the changes you've seen over time from the late 80s to now seeing the crossover, what are some more changes that you maybe predict for the future, whether technologically in the world of line dance or aspirationally, things you want to see more of um, that you know, maybe you will have a, a hand in or that uh, you see others maybe planting the seeds of? Yes. Um, well, like I said, the, the one thing I want to do is I want to bring, I want this to become a, a, a large convention that brings together the two, the world. Well, the circuit world to LA and where the GBLT community can also be very well embraced in it because there, there isn't any circuit event that is catered to the gay and lesbian community. Uh, and I don't understand why. You know, especially in this day and age, all our clubs are starting to merge anyway. You know, the, the need for a gay bar is no longer necessary. Um, so I want to merge the country world with line dance world, with the straight and the gay community. I think that's something that uh, would actually be very successful, especially in a big metropolitan city like L.A., which has nothing. You know, there's, there's Chicago, there's Vegas, there's... You know, um, 
Florida. There's Boston. Uh, yeah. Uh, they're all over the place. In North Carolina. Yeah. 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 Come on, LA, get it together. Um, even San Francisco, I don't think it has anything. Although they're ha they're going to have something next year. I don't know how big it's going to be, but they've got something in the works. Um, that, I think, is, is my goal. Uh, as far as technology, what I would love myself to see in the future is a app or a, a, a iPad or something that you can literally record somebody and as it's recording somebody's dancing records the steps it gives you a step sheet like it literally almost like like music now you can play music and it literally writes your your you can write your it writes your entire uh what do you your call sheet it? music your sheet music yeah it it gives you your you know without having to do any of the work mm -hmm. not that i don't wouldn't want to do the work but i just i think it would be an incredible tool Mm -hmm. to help people just have something that, you know, boom, what, what is this? It, it, okay, here's my first phrase of eight. Mm -hmm. Tells it to you right there on your... Or if you're, at a, if you're at a club and you don't know what the dance is, that's, it's like when you hold up your phone to uh, yeah. like the stereo and it tells yeah. you what the song is. Yeah. If you're able to record a few counts, it's like, okay, it's that dance. It's like dance. It tells you the version, because like sometimes they'll be playing a song and the dance isn't, like, it wasn't choreographed for that song. Yeah. So, it, so you won't know. Yeah, you, you have to know, know the, the specific sequence the of steps. And if the, the app knows that, then it yeah. can tell you what it is. That's got to be, that'd be tough, though, because everybody's so stylized in their dancing. You'd have to, I don't know if it would only recognize the generic step sheet. But I don't know, that's, that's mean, something. We have facial recognition in, in right? Facebook photos. It knows right? who you are to tag you. Even at like, weird angles, like the more knows. angles it gets, the more it learns. Yeah. So even if there are you know, strange angles that it's capturing the movement, yeah, who knows? Wouldn't there, that be a great app? smart people out there. Yeah. Hopefully they'll get on that. Hopefully yeah. they're listening to this podcast. Right? Yeah. Yes. Let's do it, boys. Yeah. So... Mm -hmm. If there's something that you could ask the people who are listening uh, in all the different categories, let's say DJs, venue owners, dancers, um, instructors, choreographers, if there's anything that you would ask them to think about or take action on that would you know, improve the community overall, um, push things forward, is there anything that you wish you could just tell everybody, hey, could we do more of this or maybe should we do less of this? What would you ask of everybody who's listening right now? What would I ask? Wow, that's a good one. Um, I guess my... I think... Um, well, first, owners, like venue owners, need to, need to stay on top of um, technology as far as... Uh, how work where um, where the curve is going? You have to stay ahead of that curve um, and merging. You know what what the next generation is 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 pulling in. So I, I mean that's just common sense. Uh, you know that's something that I think anybody that's listening should already be doing, but they don't. You know, there's so many bars that still are closing because I don't know. And in, 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 in the straight world that I know in the gay world, yeah, bars are closing, gay bars are closing left and right still, especially country bars. Uh, and that's a shame because you go to in cahoots or, or Montana's or Borderline and more, more than one night a week, they're just jam-packed. Two, three, four nights a week. Insane. So there's a, there's, there's a you know, there's a, 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 um, a market for it. You go to a gay club and you're, they're, they're struggling to keep themselves open on one good night. Maybe, maybe luckily, they'll have a second night. Mm -hmm. And that's true across the country. Mm -hmm. So there's gotta be a way for, especially now, I think for the, for the worlds to merge because un until, until recently, you know, there's, that was definitely not a possibility. You know, you, there was just, you're fighting that homophobia and that, Unfortunately, I think in the country world, it's 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 the last hurdle I think in in the acceptance department. You know, I think even the African American, the, you know, the, our you know black hip hop culture is embracing it more so than the country culture is. Hey, got soul line dancing, right? That's like a whole scene. I love, exactly, and I love doing that. I actually teach Kaiser classes now. Uh, 
line dance uh, for fitness and one of my noon class is like 90% black. So now I'm literally going to all these sites now because now I have to bring these R&B, these, these soul line dances in. Like I just did Wifey. I had no clue about this dance called Wifey and they're loving it, you know, them jeans. Mm. Anyways, I'm talking off subject here, but that's all right. Yeah. Um, I think just what I think, I want the world just to become, the, the country world or the dance world, line dance world, to become more tolerant of, of our community, the GBLT community. Um, I know that recently some of the, some of the big, there was a controversy, I think, about in the last year about how in competition they're not allowing same-sex couples in some of these events. Mm. And uh, that kind of set the gay community back a step or two. Uh, in wanting to participate or, or, or come to these, some of these events. And I'm, I'm not up on the couples dancing part of the scene, but speaking in just the line dancing, I think it's the easiest of all the worlds to merge mm. because there's no harm in, you know, nobody's, it's nobody's business, for one. You're there to dance. And um, if you can advertise to both communities and bring them together, I think that's definitely something that's going to be part of the wave of the future because it's going to be basically what's going to happen is I want to happen is it become a non-issue so we don't have to use the word GBLT or straight yeah. it's just a line dance community mm-hmm. um, gosh if, if am I being hailed what oh there uh, for those who are listening right now there is somebody who possibly is calling outside the door for people Joey Joey, he just walked by, he was, and he's calling me. He's done. Sorry. <laughs> okay. um, well, we just have a couple more questions, actually. Uh, one for people who do have ideas on um, on how how to make these kinds of things happen and want to get in contact with you. What is the best way that people could communicate with you? Oh, it's absolutely Facebook. Okay, I am I am what you would consider a Facebook whore. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> Can I say that? I don't know. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I've done most, I've, I've built my, um, I guess, I don't want to say fan base, but my uh, network, my network on Facebook, you know, I'm connected to most people that way, uh, and that's where I, I post all of my, um, all of my upcoming gigs. Mm-hmm. I'm in here, Joey. We have Joey Warren ducking his Speaking head into of, the room. Hi, Joey. It's audio, not video. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, our very last question, and actually, Joey, I, I don't think I asked this. Did I ask this of you? I might have. Uh, what is the dance you would recommend that everybody learn right now? And I think we did cover that. Uh, well, the dance right now? Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I think it would be, which I'm struggling right now with the name of it because we just learned it today. Oh. Um, Joey's new dance. Um, ah, yes. What was it? Let's take a look at today's workshop schedule. Fresh from the fight. Fresh no, from the no, fight. No. That Different was one. His nightclub. Um, main, main attraction. attraction. Oh, that one's Main good. attraction. I, like I had every student from my my class come up and say, "Are you bringing this one? Are you bringing this dance? Are you kidding? We need this dance." Mm. So for for what I saw and what I did, that that dance right now is, is going to be hot. He's not going to release it till October. Oh, so, is that going to be at Windy City? Yeah. I see. Yeah. I think he's, he's I don't know if he's entering it or he's debuting it. And so we, I don't know when this is going to come out, but watch out for main attraction. It's going to be a big dance. All right. Well, thank you very much for coming out today, Rick. Thank you so much. And uh, I will see you out there on the dance floor. Yes, sir. Let's do it.